0: Friday night's games showed without a shadow of a doubt. Two of the generational talents in Major League Baseball are having their primes just wasted. You are Locked On MLB. Your daily MLB podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, baseball fans. Welcome to Locked On MLB, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is the daily podcast. We talk about all of Major League Baseball. I am your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. Sully. I am an Emmy-nominated television producer who has been a baseball podcaster for the last decade or so, and for the last five years, I've been here at the Lockdown Podcast Network. This episode is brought to you in part by Sleeper. Swing for the fences, and you could win up to 100 times your money with Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app, use promo code LOCKDOWN, you get a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. Currently operational in over 30 states. Terms and conditions will apply. Check out Sleeper today. Hey, um, follow us at Locked On MLB Pods on Twitter and on Instagram. I am your pal Slavy on Slavy Baseball on Twitter, Slavy Baseball Podcast on Instagram. Special Saturday edition of Locked On MLB because why not? It was a wild game of baseball, and if you're, you know, I've been told over and over again that yeah, people don't listen to podcasts over the weekend. People don't listen to podcasts over the weekend. I do, so I assume someone else does. But, hey, um, tell you what, let me just tell you, this is, uh, I'm going to be going over a little bit of what happened on Friday night because it was a really crazy, crazy night for baseball. And I'm also going to get a little bit into uh, one of the teams that is just storming into the playoff picture, two of the teams that are falling like a rock, much to what should be the absolute dismay of the commissioner of baseball, and how a veteran broadcaster, during a radio broadcast of a game that I was listening to because I couldn't watch the game perfectly articulated my frustration with something going on in baseball. Um, I make no bones about the fact that I'm a native New Englander and I'm that I'm root for the Red Sox. I will always be objective. I'll always point out when the Red Sox are doing something wrong and point out when the Yankees do something right, which makes last night's game so delicious. Um, Obviously, the Yankees are in free fall, and they were down four runs before they even came to bat. And it was there was an embarrassing thing happened during the game. The very within the first three batters of the game between the Red Sox and the Yankees, um, uh, Brito, who is the starting pitcher for the Yankees, because they they need a physical human being to stand on the mound and throw a ball to the plate. Uh, I I will, this is not going to turn to a Brian Cashman bashing situation because uh, there's nothing, there's almost nothing left to say. I will bring something up a little later, but this team is so incompetently constructed. I cannot fathom an argument of why Brian Cashman should be the person in charge of Constructing the team for 2024. I will say, as someone who grew up a big Red Sox fan, nothing would thrill me more than to see Cashman keep his job. Well, their pitching staff doesn't exist anymore. Um, by the way, uh, uh, we'll go over the trivia question later. But the winner of today's trivia question gets to pitch a game for the Yankees. That's just how that's just how it is. That's how we're going to roll. Uh, Brito is a starting pitcher. He's no business being a starting pitcher, but there he is. There he is. And the little, was it the pitch calm thing? The little, uh, you got to throw a slider. The little, uh, the little communication thing that goes on in his ear went out. And with that, anarchy took place. No one knew what to do. There were, there were like five or six meetings. What do we do? What do we do? And I felt like, you know, Waldman and Sterling on the radio were going, well, then just use your signals the way everyone's done ever. But apparently, they don't do that anymore. No one does it in the minor leagues anymore. And we got to the point where if the little thingy thing thing in your ear breaks down, fastball, curveball, you know, slider, changeup, this side, that side, yeah, you know, what we've seen for years, which I thought was something you learned in little league, and now they they don't know how to do it. I teach. I'm a teacher. That's what I do for my main job. I teach in a special education class. And I found out that nobody knows how to read a clock. Nobody, no matter where they are on the functional chart, no one can look at a clock in my class and know what it says. And so we work on that all the time. Now by the end of the year, some of the kids learn how to read the clock. And I said there may be a point where your phone is dead and you're not around your computer, and the only clock you see are one of these. You're going to have to know what time it is. And I kept thinking about that when if we're so reliant on something like Pitch Clock, Pitch Clock is uh, the pitch, what's it? Uh, uh, pitch Calm. Pitch com is there to make things easy, not to totally replace things. If my computer that I'm talking to right now breaks down, I could bust out a pen and paper here. Look at this. Hey, guess what I have on there? Notes. Notes for this podcast I have written down. What do I do with my laptops program? Pitch up? pitchcom Fell apart, Breed do didn't know what to do. And so they went out, they had a meeting and said, okay, you got to learn how to throw without the pitch comm. First pitch he threw was a three run home run. The Yankees were out because it was four, they were down four runs before they came to bat. And the Yankees had scored a grand total of one run. Their previous, I think 26 or 25 innings. Everyone know the Yankees bats are dead because why not? And it was, they were down seven, nothing before the Yankees even got a hit. And the final score was 8-3, to three. Uh, and it was never that close. The Yankees got a two-run home run from Aaron Judge because why not? What, what, I mean, there's no reason to pitch to the man, but it was like, all right, we're up 8-1. Here, here's a strike. Boom, he hits a home run. Aaron Judge is still a great player. Aaron Judge's prime is that he's that... Type of player you look at as he's got the great Yankee name. You know, 99 is going to be retired. He's an MVP. We all see the value of him because the minute he went down is when the Yankees spiraled. And by the time he came back, it was almost kind of sort of too late. And this wonderful prime is being totally wasted. And I personally think, because you can see the guy is not running at full strength. You could see he's still kind of sort of hurt. And you want to come back to be the great superhero of the team. It's not working. If they I mean, they are about to play the Red Sox in uh, I'm recording this uh, Saturday morning, they're about to they're about to play the Red Sox about in, in one hour is going to be first pitch. If they no hit the Red Sox the next two days, they're still going to be a sub 500 or they're going to be a 500 team. Best case scenario for them is them being a 500 team in late August. They're not winning anything. They should shut him down. They didn't. And. If, they, if he winds up building upon the injury that he got colliding with the Dodgers stadium fence, they're going to regret that. Oh, speaking of regret, the Angels played one of the weirdest games I've ever heard in my life. Now, keep in mind, and we'll get this in segment three, I listened to the Yankee Red Sox game, and I listened to to the Anaheim-Tampa Bay game. I call them Anaheim. I, I'm going to call them the California Angels because I don't like calling them the LA Angels because they don't play in LA. I live in LA County. They play in Orange County. I digress. The Angels took a 5-1 lead on Tampa Bay. How do you think they got four of those five runs? I'll give you a hint. They have an MVP too. Shohei Otani hit a freaking grand slam. They're up 5-1. When you hit a grand slam, that's when you take your bows and you say, my work here is done. So naturally, the game was tied going into the eighth inning. Naturally, the Angels couldn't hold on to a 5-1 lead. Yeah, And the Rays, who are going through all sorts of turmoil, all sorts of nastiness on that team right now, both with injuries and the Wander Franco fiasco, um, the everything seemed to go wrong for the Rays. They're down five-one early, and guess what? They had runners at the corners with nobody out in the eighth inning, and they hit into say it with me, Oscar Madison, a triple play, a freaking triple play to end the inning. The Angels got an Otani grand slam. And an inning-ending triple play, of course. Sully, it's an inning-ending triple play. How could it be anything but that? And guess what? They still lost the game. They lost the game nine six because it went in extra innings. They got one fake. The Angels, the uh, Rays got one fake run and two not fake runs. And the Angels looked terrible. Now, granted, Otani struck out in the ninth inning with a winning run on base. When you've already hit a grand slam, you gotta lean on somebody else. The Angels are just in a weird place right now because they have been in an absolute cataclysmic free fall. They're three games under five hundred. They're going absolutely nowhere. And um they brought up their number one uh uh their number one prospect who they who was playing college ball earlier this year. Nolan Schnuel, is that how you pronounce his name? I'm saying for the first time right now, he was the 11th pick overall from Florida Atlantic, batting leadoff for the Angels with Otani behind him. This is a team that doesn't know what in the hell it's doing. Now he wound up getting on base twice, scoring two runs, and got and but like he is their hitter of the future. Otani is their star of the present. For not much longer. I'm wondering if they just put themselves, put them in the lineup together just so when they're playing six degrees of Kevin Bacon or whatever, they could say they were teammates at one point. Maybe that'll be on your immaculate grid. But are they playing for now? Or are they playing for later? They bring up their prospects right away, but not trading away their, their valuable assets. If I were the commissioner of baseball, and believe me, it's only a matter of time. I would be absolutely furious at the Yankees and the Angels to look at whether or not they're really in L.A., they're a Southern California team that should be a big media market. The Yankees are a big market team. They're two huge market franchises that have been given Hall of Fame talent, and they can't even put a winning team around them when they're... I mean, Otani is having... A season like we've never seen before. That he's an elite pitcher and running away with the MVP. And we're seeing the value of Judge. And neither team. That, forget mediocrity. They're sub 500 with them. And they are, there's no way of getting into the postseason. Now, there's they're a really fine quality players who are going to be in the postseason and stars and everything like that. But if I'm the commissioner of baseball saying, these should be two marquee franchises and we have to have our stars in here. We expanded the freaking playoffs and you still can't make it. And baseball doesn't know how to market their teams. It doesn't know how to market their stars. So they're like, what do we do? You've been handed these instantly recognizable stars and they're not going to be playing in the postseason. If nothing else, for the good of baseball, Manfred should step in and take apart their front offices and assign people who know what the hay they're doing. Because it's it's good for the sport to have the superstars in the postseason. It's good for the box office. They're going to have to shut down Judge at one point. The The Yankees are going to essentially be a minor league team in September. Is that going to be good for baseball? Yankees coming to town. Really? With who? Got to come in. These are two superstar talents. And for the good of the game, you got to fire everyone in both of their front offices. Because do you know what? They are putting a product on the field that is not only terrible, but when they're handed games, they can't even pull it off. You know, when I think I'm gonna go get my sleeper app on the phone, and I am gonna put in that Garrett Cole is gonna be pitching a good game for the Red Sox or for against the Red Sox for the Yankees because he always comes through. And you want always up your game when you're on sleeper uh, with Shohei Otani because you know you want the chance to win more money with fewer picks. That's when you had the sleeper, the number one sports app where you can win up to 100 times your money. On just two or more fantasy baseball picks, I gave you Cole, I gave you Otani, I gave you judge, Come on, boost all them up. and with sleeper you could swing the for the fences with 100 time payout your money. All you have to do is choose two or more players that you like, select more or less on their stack categories like home runs strikeouts, hits, and more, get your picks right, and you can win big. More stack categories to place contests on are there like home runs, triples, stolen bases, and you get dynamic payouts, which are live. Dynamic payouts are each player projection now has a multiplier attached to it as opposed to a preset. Multipliers based on the number of legs in a contest. With dynamic payouts, also comes more stack categories to place contests on. You get higher payouts than any other apps with fewer picks. So use promo code Locked On. You'll get up to $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. Sleepers, terms for use for details currently operational over 30 states. Check out Sleeper when. Check it out today. Um, well, I'm getting rid of this thing here. Uh, guess what? The uh, Mariners are, as of this recording, a playoff team. They have not been one since I keep, tr- you know, I do the thing where I keep track of where people are, where teams are in the playoff situation around Memorial Day. I call it the summer score. I think any looking at the standings before Memorial Day is ridiculous. It's just, you know, it's just the first two months of the season. But starting Memorial Day, that's when the summer begins. And if you're in if you're in a playoff spot after Memorial Day, that means the first seat first third of the season has gone by. You're know, like, all right, maybe, maybe we're gonna do something. Maybe we're gonna do something. We find out some teams don't. Because the Mets were in a playoff spot for a little bit. The Angels were in a playoff spot for a little bit. The Yankees were in a playoff spot for a little bit. And then they've all come crashing down to earth. But the Mariners have not been in a playoff spot in that period of time um, after, Memorial, after Memorial Day until last night. Until last night when they shut out the defending World Series champion Houston Astros. Uh, Miller pitched a fine game. But it's once again the Julio Rodriguez. Julio Rodriguez show. He had was a five hit game the other day, four five hit game the other day, and last night he got another big home run. He is boy, you talk about he's a huge talent too. Is he as good as Otani or Judge? No, but he's gonna yeah. He had a four hit game yesterday, including a home run, which was his twenty first home run. And he also stole a pair of bases. So if he gets uh nine more home runs this year, he'll be a 30-30 man in Seattle. So the Mariners are picking it up and they're saying, hey, if there's gonna be a bunch of slumping teams in that wild card spot, we'll take it. Absolutely, we'll take it. They surpassed Toronto, who wasted a wonderful pitching performance by Jose Barrios, who took a no-hitter into the sixth inning, and then uh You know, there was no score. The Reds won on a walk-off home run. And so the Blue Jays fell out of a playoff spot. I still think they need a change in the manager. I do. This is a really talented team. We're here. It's going to be late August, and they're on the outside looking in. Um, I digress a little bit. uh, And, you know, with the Red Sox are now breathing down Toronto's neck. uh, And, of course, the Yankees, Angels, and uh, Guardians are – they're, you know, they're going nowhere. The Mariners, why not them? They could pitch. Luis Castillo had a really good game the other day. And uh, wait, who who got the uh, uh, um, uh, Bryce Miller? He pitched well for, I, I couldn't remember who, who was uh, pitching. It was Bryce Miller, pitched very well. Two runs and six and, uh, uh, he let up no runs in six and two thirds innings. Uh, it was a shutout Seattle over Houston. There you go. Everything looking up for the Seattle Mariners. By the way, another team that has overcome a little bit of adversity and is showing a little bit of metal, that would be the Miami Marlins. The Miami Marlins went into Los Angeles, and they – I made a mistake. I said the other day the Dodgers were on a 10-game winning streak. They're on an 11-game winning streak. Miami went into Los Angeles. Sandy Alcantara was on the mound, and the Marlins hit home run over home run Jorge Soler hit a pair of them. And right now, as of this recording, along with the walk-off home run for the Reds and the Marlins victory, plus the Cubs wound up losing, the Marlins are still a playoff team. There they go. Uh, The Diamondbacks had a a really weird, there was a really weird game. Uh, Brandon Fat P-F-A-T, I don't know how to pronounce his name. I'm sorry. I've never said it until just now. Um, took a no-hitter into the seventh inning. Uh, they broke up the no-hitter, but Tommy Pham of Arizona made an unbelievably great catch to um to save a rally. But it was still nothing. Nothing. Kim got a two-run single for the Padres wearing those awful uniforms, and then um, uh, Tatis Jr. hit a two-run home run. Next thing you know, the Padres won. That victory would have pulled the uh, Diamondbacks within a game of one of the wild card spots. Um, look at the Padres still are losing record and are five games back, but they're chasing the Diamondbacks, Cubs, Reds, and Marlins. It'll just take a good week to get the Padres back in it. I'm just looking at them, especially watching that game last night going like, how is this team sub 500? If there's ever going to be a team that has that wild September and climbs back into it, Keep your eyes on the San Diego Padres. Um, a couple other quick notes from from Friday's games. Um, I mentioned the the Cubs wound up losing uh, to Kansas City. Uh, Bobby Witt Jr. Every day he he must he has twenty four home runs. It feels like he has seventy. He just every day is another highlight for him. Um, Kyle Schwarber got a couple of home runs, and uh, Lorenzen was coming off of his no hitter, and had a huge lead to play with and then wound up losing the game 8-7 to the Washington Nationals, who, by the way, have been playing terrific baseball recently. Uh, The Braves, Spencer Strider and the Braves uh, just shut out the Giants 4-0. The Braves are playing on a different level. Uh, The Brewers and the Rangers played a wild, wild game. If that's a World Series preview, I doubt it will be, but you never know. Uh, Carlos Santana, remember him? He had a three-run home run that put the Brewers ahead. Nine to eight was the final score in that one. Uh, Lopez got the win for the Twins. Once again, that trade of Lopez for a rise has helped both teams. And um, the Orioles won. And there you go. Um, Let's just quickly go over uh, a lot, a lot, a lot of people got the trivia question that uh, Mr. Cozy of Locked On Cubs said, uh, of which... Cub played in back-to-back World Series for um, multiple uh, teams. And um, it's funny, uh, uh, you know, Amy Green, of course, got it right because, you know, she always gets it right. And uh, a couple other people wound up getting it right. Um, The answer is Ben Zobrist, uh, who was part of the 2015 uh, Royals and won the MVP for the 2016 Cubs in that World Series. But a couple of people said Jock Peterson, who is currently on the Cubs and won a World Series in the COVID year for the Dodgers in 2021 with the Braves. I'll accept both answers. And by getting those questions right, you get to pitch for the Yankees one time through the rotation. I was listening to the Yankee game on the radio. Um, and, uh, there's a reason I did that. Um, I actually, I know a lot of people aren't crazy about, uh, John Sterling and St- Susan Waldman. I, 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 I will agree there. They can be, uh, acquired tastes. Uh, I happen to like, listening to them because they're like, they're, I, I think they genuinely like each other and they're, they seem to be having fun and, um, you know, I, I I don't always listen to uh, I always don't I don't listen to to uh, uh, announcers necessarily for in depth analysis. I listen to analysis, the announcers because I want to hang out with those announcers. It's one of the reasons why people like having their hometown announcers as opposed to national announcers because it's like they're they're spending time with their friends. I was listening to the game uh, because it was on Peacock. The game last night was a peacock or apple no it was on apple there you go that's part of the problem i don't have apple tv i've got enough apps i've got enough things to watch things on i don't need to subscribe to apple tv everyone tells me ted lasso is great i've seen a few episodes um i'll get them on dvd if it's that good or i'll ask to borrow someone's dvd i don't need to subscribe to apple plus there's no reason for me to do that there's no shortage of movies or games me to watch but I wanted to watch the Red Sox and the Yankees and in order to do that I needed to subscribe to Apple Plus. Now when I was listening to the game I'm not ready to subscribe to Apple Plus so I'm listening to it on my app. You know I've got the the MLB app on both my uh, cell phone and on my, my tablet and Susan Wallman was talking about how the Yankees had Thursday off And she wanted to watch the Met game. And she said she checked SNY, which is the Met's normal channel. They weren't on there. She checked Channel 9 in New York. They weren't there. She checked Amazon. It wasn't there. She checked Peacock. It wasn't there. She checked YouTube. It wasn't there. She checked uh, Apple TV. It wasn't there. Turns out it was on Fox. Now, this is someone who is an announcer having trouble figuring out where the hay it was. Okay. This to me illustrates a problem. And this is a problem that I really have big time with baseball because they move the things around on the different platforms. And I understand there's money. Okay. I understand they worked out a deal with Apple and they worked out a deal with Amazon. I get it. I'm not dumb. I I don't think there's, oh, this is an amateur game. I get it. I have no problem. I'm putting a little advertisement patch on their uniforms. I get it. They're paying bills. Okay? But, and I understand they're trying to get different streams of revenue for this, that, and the other thing. I'm not naive on that point. But there comes a point you have to realize that you don't want to alienate your core fans. Putting together the subscription to Apple TV, having the game available there, there, isn't for the diehard fans. It isn't. It's for people who are getting interested in the game, or that there's some sort of crossover with Apple. Maybe if you're subscribing to Apple and you see, "Hey, there's a uh, Red Sox Yankee game on." I, I hadn't think of watching it. I'll watch that. Same thing when it's on Amazon, Apple, or Peacock, or whatever. But if you're a diehard fan, like I'm going to go out on a limb and say Susan Waldman is, I'm going to go out on a bigger limb and say I am. You shouldn't have to be hunting and pecking for where it is. I pay for this service. I pay for my MLB app. I pay for the right to watch all of the out-of-market games, watch them, and I can listen to any game, including postseason games. Now, I pay a yearly subscription for that. Now, I think me paying a subscription for that should get me the right to watch any game, including games that are also being shown on other platforms. One of the podcasts that I love, that I listen to, this has a point, is Never Not Funny, Jimmy Pardo's podcast. And he has a, a the main podcast, which is for free. There is a paid service where you can watch the video of the podcast and get a bonus episode. And if you pay into that, you get access to all of it. It's not saying oh this is on the free feed so we're blocking you out on this. By participating in the the subscription, I get all the material. If I subscribe to the MLB app on these two devices, I should be able to watch a game on whichever platform it is. And here's where I'll meet baseball more than halfway. You could have your regular subscription like I have now. I get all the out of market games. I get all the, you know, all the out-of-market games on my device to watch. I can listen to any game I want. But perhaps there's even, I don't know, a platinum thing, an executive thing, something if you want to watch even the local games and the games from all things, from all services and peacocks and whatever, that I'm willing to pay for that. I'm willing to do that. I'm willing to pay money for that. Of which, uh, oh, but we worked out this deal. Yeah, guess what? Now you've made more money. You made that money and this money. So you get the diehard fans you know are going to pay the extra amount. Most people won't. But you get that and make that, and all of a sudden you get more money coming in. You see, this isn't all about uh, uh, asking for, to give me stuff for free. I get it. Too much is free. Why do you think I'm reading these ads? You know, you got to be able to, you got to be able to bring some dough in. I understand, but baseball show sure has to do that because you don't want to alienate your core fans, which brings again to the stupid blackout rules. I can't watch Shohei Otani on my television or on my device. I cut the cord. I don't want to pay for for cable TV anymore. I don't watch it. I'm not going to pay extra just to watch Otani, but I'll be able to watch him on my device because most people don't sit down and watch TV. Why is this so hard to understand? If you're a diehard fan, like I was up in the Bay Area with family and a dear friend of the family, Dr. Dolph Pfefferbaum, wanted to watch the Giants game. Couldn't find it. It's like, Oh, it's on Peacock. And he looked at it and says, why is it on Peacock? And I couldn't answer the question. Look at it. You're trying to create new fans. I get it. You're trying to find new revenue. I get it. Maybe you're trying to get in front of people who are, you know, I when they put games on Twitter or on YouTube, I was all for it. Put it in front of people's faces and they may watch it. But if you're already a diehard fan, don't shut us out or say, no, you got you to gotta download more stuff. I'm willing to pay you money to do it but keep it all together because there's too many places for it to be. Susan Wallman got lost and so did I. Consolidate. There you go. Hey, um, here's your trivia question and I believe this is correct because I did some research on it. What player has won the rookie of the year The most valuable league, most valuable player, and Cy Young Award. Who's won the rookie of the year, Cy Young Award, and the MVP? Let me know. The name may surprise you because I thought someone else did as well, but they didn't. So put it right down here in the comments here on YouTube where I'm always going to exist, and I'm always going to exist on your. Uh, podcast platform. So go to uh, Sully Baseball on Twitter, Sully Baseball Podcast on Instagram, or follow us at Locked On MLB Pods on Twitter and Instagram, or subscribe to us on YouTube. And the games are about to start, so let's get going here. Talking about wasted talent, a surging Mariners team, and the need and desire to pay to make sure everything's in one damn place. This has been Locked On MLB for Saturday. The 19th day of August, 2023, I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.